Hard to believe as it might be, a central and critical software system of the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter still doesn't quite work. And that's making people who maintain and certify the readiness of the expensive jet a little crazy. We get the latest from the Director of Defense Capabilities and Management Issues at the GAO, Diana Maurer. Ms. Maurer, good to have you back. Good morning, Tom. Great to be back on the show. So this is the ALIS system, A-L-I-S, which is central to the maintenance and readiness, if not the combat systems. Is that a good way to put it? Right. So ALICE is an acronym, like many things at DOD, for the Autonomic Logistics Information System. That, of course, doesn't tell you anything about what it does, but it basically it's the heart of operating and maintaining the F-35. And like the aircraft itself, it's very complex, it's very multifaceted, and it's very ambitious. It was designed uh, to make maintenance, supply, and operations easier and more efficient. Uh, but as you noted in in uh, opening our conversation this morning, it is not delivered on those promises. And this goes back so many years, the development of this. It's probably 20 years that they've been working on, Alice. What, what are the issues at this point? Well, absolutely. You're absolutely right. This goes back 20 years or more. The, the F-35 program itself was launched in October of 2001. So that means that in the late 1990s or mid-1990s, they were thinking conceptually about what eventually became ALICE. And where we are today is that there is a big gap between what ALICE was planned to do and what it's actually doing. For example, if you're a mechanic on an F-35, the concept was that you plug the F-35 into the system. ALICE does a diagnostics check on the aircraft. It can figure out whether parts need to be replaced or are on the brink of being needed to be replaced. That information is uploaded into a system. The parts are ordered automatically. So you have a seamless ability to both troubleshoot problems and manage inventory. Um, The reality is that interface is not working as, as planned. It has never worked as planned. And what we found in either visiting or gaining information from all 10 of the U.S. bases where F-35s are deployed, is that there is a great deal of frustration among mechanics, among pilots, and among commanders. And one of the things you've discovered or reported on in the latest look-see at this, the hardware seems to be dated, uh, and the interface to the software that the operator would see is really difficult to navigate. It sounds like they're still kind of in 1970 with that, in that respect. Yeah, there are definitely real gaps. You know, one of the ironic things is that Alice was designed to help the user. It was designed to make life easier for pilots, mechanics, commanders, and logisticians. Um, what we've been hearing, though, from people in the field who use Alice every day is that in many respects, it makes their life more difficult for all the reasons that, that you pointed out. Uh, The user interface in particular is not user-friendly. When you talk to users, particularly some of the younger mechanics, right, who grew up in a a different age, they're frustrated by the, uh, in their view, outdated interface. So there's a a lot of, there's there's a great need to update both the hardware and the software to make Alice fulfill the promise of what it was designed to do in the first place. And looking at the report, I guess the other theme that emerges pretty clearly is that DOD's process for managing it, for understanding what it needs to do and when it needs to do it and how, is not real strong either. Exactly. You know, we issued a report six years ago in 2014 that recommended that 
DOD develop a set of performance measures to get a better understanding of how well Alice was working. Uh, at that time, we also talked to users. We also heard a great deal of concern about the system. DOD agreed with that recommendation, but they never fully implemented it. We issued another report in 2016 that also highlighted problems with uh, challenges deploying the system, missing or inaccurate data, uh, poor user experience, and other problems. And again, uh, those, those problems have not been fully rectified. So we think it's important for there to be a clear yardstick for what a good version of Alice looks like. Because without that yardstick, without performance measures, the program office and the contractor can keep saying that, the, that it's getting better, but the users can keep saying it's not good enough. We're speaking with Diana Maurer, Director of Defense Capabilities and Management Issues at the Government Accountability Office. And given the platform that it was developed on, can it be rectified do you think? I think it can be rectified. And, you know, one of the encouraging things about uh, our most recent report, which was issued just a few weeks ago, is that the Defense Department has concurred with, with our recommendations. And we do notice a, a, a real significant change in their overall uh, focus and attention on fixing Alice. So it, it is possible. It is not going to be easy. And one of the things that we noted in our report is that the path forward is still not clear. So, for example, a number of very uh, important and foundational issues on whatever the future of Alice is going to be still need to be resolved. Things like who actually owns the software. So issues of, uh, you know, how much of it is going to be owned by the contractor and how much how much access to core software is the government going to have? How much of the system is going to navigate to the cloud? I mean, currently, Alice, some portions of Alice are used predominantly through hardware servers, heavy servers that need to be deployed with the units. And there's still a fundamental debate and discussion going on about whether or not the underlying software needs to be modified or entirely entirely replaced. Now, there are a lot of different efforts that are going on um, associated with DOD and the contractor. In fact, one of the things we noted was that there was a, what we called in our report, a chorus of divergent views on what should be done to fix and improve ALICE we think that DOD needs to develop a clear strategy, resolve some of these fundamental issues, and move out on improving the system as soon as possible. And if they decided, well, let's just replace it, is there anything commercial out there for like airliners or something that could conceivably be installed in its place? Well, certainly right now there are other uh, weapon systems that have systems that are not dissimilar to some of the things that Alice is trying to do. Alice, however, is unique in its level of complexity and its its ambition. It's also essentially at this point owned entirely by the uh, the prime contractor, Lockheed. So Lockheed will continue to be an important partner working with the government to develop any fixes uh, to Alice. In fact, DOD has recently announced that they're going to transition the program to a new acronym, ODIN, the Operational Data Integrated Network. And we're going to be keeping a close eye on that to see how much progress is being made because we think it's this is so important to the ability of the F-35 to execute its mission. It's so important for the ability of, of the future capabilities of U.S. air power that we're going to continue to provide our independent oversight and support congressional decision making. And there's something a little bit original in this report, and that is a very short paragraph but you have matter for congressional consideration, legislation requiring DOD to establish a performance measurement process for ALICE 
That's not in every report. Hey, Congress, maybe you should legislate that this program get on track. Right, exactly. GEO does not do that very often. In this case, it was a reflection of some level of, frankly, frustration on our part that we had recommended that DOD do this back in 2014, develop performance measures to figure out whether or not Alice is actually working as planned. They had not done so. And uh, we thought it was an important enough of an issue to flag for congressional attention. So we've had discussions with members and with staff about this. And now it's in, it's in Congress's uh, ballpark right now to decide what they, what they choose to do. I do know that this is an issue of, of great interest on the Armed Services Committees. And I also know it's something that DOD leadership is taking very seriously. So we are encouraged by all of that. But at the same time, we'll be continuing to provide a sharp, independent eye to keep track on progress along the way. Diana Maurer is Director of Defense Capabilities and Management Issues at the GAO. As always, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you very much, Tom. Find this interview and a link to that report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.